Welcome, welcome to the Proverbs 31 Boss Podcast. I am your host, Tiana K. Blyden. I'm a wife, mama four, entrepreneur, and servant of the Most High God. I believe that you were created to disciple others, enjoy your family, and walk in your purpose with grace and balance. Together, we will cover all things Bible, marriage, motherhood, money, and ministry. I see you, sis. God sees you. It's time to be you. Let's do it together on the Proverbs 31 Boss Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Proverbs 31 Boss Podcast. I'm always super excited about coming on here with you all every single week. And for those of you who are listening to me on SoundCloud, listen, and on, um, hold on, let me go ahead and, those of you who are listening on SoundCloud and those of you who are listening on, um, YouTube or watching on YouTube and also on Apple Podcasts, I want to invite you um, to do something at the end. So make sure you stay to the end. This is episode 261. And today I want to talk about the shift. The shift. Can you feel that? Can you smell it? Doesn't thing, don't things feel a little different? Um, I know personally I've been feeling the, a shift in um just in the atmosphere, period, like things are changing. The things that have worked for me in my business regularly, they're, they're not really working as well as they used to anymore. And so um, God is literally shifting us to do some different things in this season that we probably have never, ever, ever done before and never seen. And it can be scary. Just being honest, it, it, is a, it can be a scary thing. I'm going to go ahead and um, I'm going to go ahead and put this pre-record a a YouTube video, not a YouTube video, but a um, a video on my phone for social media because I think that this is important. I'm going to put this on Instagram. So um, what I was saying is that um, in this season there is a lot of shifting going on. I mean, God is doing some amazing things. But I don't know if you feel it, but you may feel like you need to move to another city or um, maybe you need to stop doing something in your business that was working. Or maybe, you know, in your marriage, you may need some more tools, some more support, or maybe in your circle of friends. You're in a place where you feel you feel the need for something else, maybe another level of influence, another kind of um, a, an addition to your circle. You know, maybe you're feeling um, led to move from one city to another, like me and my family just did. And so um, this is a season of shifting. And oftentimes with shifting, as I wrote in my uh, my newsletter that just went out today, oftentimes in shifting, there are things happening to let you know that you need to shift. There are things like, um, you know, a lot of past stuff coming up, past emotions. It could be sickness or illness. 
some challenges in your your um, essential relationships, like with your spouse and with your kids. And, you know, um, just when a shift is needed or when a pivot needs to happen or when God wants to do something new in your life, there's often something that you need to change. And can I be honest with you? Those changes are not easy. Those are challenging things. And so I wanted to talk to you about the shift today from a biblical standpoint, because if you're experiencing some illness, some challenges in relationships, um, the need to move from one place to the next, maybe self-sabotage, maybe fear, maybe new opportunities are coming up and you don't feel qualified or even led to go into them. And so you just feel like you are stuck. Because this season, these things, these tools that used to work for you, they're not working in this season. Something different has to happen. And so today I wanted to give you five tips, five areas that you need to adjust in so that you can be able to pivot in this season. Because often when there is illness, there is a change that needs to occur. When there, is ch- there are challenges in relationships, there's something that needs to change. Not necessarily that you walk away from those people, but maybe you spend more time. Maybe you sow better seeds or maybe you do walk away from them altogether. You know, maybe it, it, if in work, if you're feeling dissatisfied or you're feeling like you're pigeon help or in a pigeonhole in your business, maybe it's time for you to expand a little bit. And that's going to require you to do a little bit of research. It's going to require you to maybe hire a coach or maybe learn a new skill, maybe get uncomfortable. But what we cannot afford to do in a season of pivot is stay still. We can't do that. We can't do that. And so I want to look at this biblically with you, if that's okay. Is that all right? Is it okay if I go through this biblically? But first of all, let's talk about the sign. Let's talk about the signs that you're in this season of pivoting. There's sickness. There's discouragement. There's loss of momentum. There are changes in your immediate family relationships. There's fear. And then there's also that part of you that feels a nudge to move. If I'm talking to you, I want you to talk back to me. I want you to talk back to me in the chat. I want you to share this with someone that you know has been complaining about these very things. And you're like, girl, it's not that you need to stop. It's that you need to pivot and keep going. You don't need to stop because most people, when they see these things, excuse me, happening in their lives, they want to pause. They want to stand still. They want to complain. They want to completely check out or wait for it to go away. But this is a sign that you need to move. And so I have um, one particular client. When every time there is a shift, she's in my Kingdom Millionaire Warriors program. And every time there is a, a time for her to shift, her marriage is under attack. That is not by chance. You are not getting attacked because you are on the wrong path. You're not even on the enemy's radar. Nobody is looking for you when you are on the wrong path. But when you're on the right path, the easiest way to hit you, the easiest way for, to get to attack is to divide and conquer and come up against your marriage. And so in this season of shifting, 
as I'm sharing these things with you, this is the time to not just put, not just to bring in new habits or not just to start using more affirmations, not just to ignore what's going on and put yourself in a bubble. This is the time to pray and fast because that is what is required in a shift. And I'm going to talk about this in a little bit, but listen to this. I want to share five tips for the shift, five practical tips. One of the things that I like to do at the Proverbs 31 Boss Academy, I love to read the Bible. I love to study it. As a matter of fact, y'all, I am pursuing a doctorate degree in biblical exposition, right? But one of the things that I want to share with you today is that practically the Bible shows us over and over and over again what we have to do in a shift. First of all, a shift is not required when everything is good. Most of the time, things are not good. You're uncomfortable in some type of way. So if you can relate to any of the things that I share, you're in the right place. You're in the right season. But you have to make the right move. You got to make the right move. So the first thing I want to share with you is that the blessing is always given in a different place. So the word that you're going to be blessed, what God is going to do in your life, it's always given in a different place than the word is given to you. Can I explain? Abraham was told that God was going to take, that God was going to bless him and that he was going to take him, he was going to uh, make his descendants as numerous and more numerous than the stars when his wife was in a barren place and when he was living under a father that worshiped idols. So the place that he received the word of God was not the place that it was manifested. What does that mean? It means that most of the time, what God is going to do in your life is going to require you to move. Move to a new city, move to a new atmosphere, move to a new job, move to a new place. Because the word is always given in a different place than it is manifested. We can look at it, many of people. Paul was on his way to Damascus. He was on his way. And the Lord spoke to him and he lost eyesight. You know, he was traveling. But the word was manifested 12 years later. In a different city, in a different set of circumstances. So you have to have enough faith to receive the word of God, being in a situation, a promise from God about being a seven, eight figure business owner long before. It even looks like you're going to even have a, a six-figure business. That is important. You got to be able to receive the word in a place and be willing to move into the atmosphere. One, one quote that I love about um, by Bishop Jakes is he says, sometimes you got the right plan, and, but you're in the wrong land. The Wright brothers built the same airplane, but they had to go to Chicago where it was windy for it to work. Did y'all catch that? They had the same airplane and it didn't work where they lived. Because I don't want to misquote the city. It did not work where they lived, but it worked when they went to a an environment that was conducive, that can aid what it is that they were building. And so sometimes when God takes you from Facebook to LinkedIn, or God takes you from Instagram to TikTok, or when God takes you from uh from uh, Las Vegas to Texas, 
what he's trying to do is get you into the right of environment because when he speaks to you in Las Vegas, it can only manifest in Texas when you're in the right place. Is that helping y'all? I hope that it is. It's biblical. And I can go, I'll go through every story in the Bible where the place of the word was not the place of the blessing. And so you have to be have enough faith to accept that word right where you are and be willing to pivot, to move so that you can be able to receive or see that word manifested. That's just what you're going to have to do. That's a requirement. Okay. So the next one is adjustment in relationships. And after that, I'm going to put this phone down because if you are on Instagram, you need to go ahead and click the link in my bio and listen to or watch this in the full episode 261. Okay. So the next one is adjustment in relationships, adjustment in relationships. Whenever God is, whenever you're in a season of pivot and shift and breakthrough, even there is a change in your relationships. There is either there are either people that God will let you know that you have to let go. Abraham had to let Lot go. That was his nephew. He loved him. They went together. That was his brother's son, but he had gotten to a place where they could no longer go together. It didn't mean that he didn't love him. It did not mean that he didn't wish him well. It didn't even mean that he didn't want him to go with him, but it cost too much for him to go. There are some people in your life that it costs too much emotionally, physically, mentally for you to even go where you're going and be connected with them. Even in business, even in relationships. There are people that you enjoy doing business with, but the way that they show up and how they do it is not conducive to where God is taking you. And so maybe you don't, in some situations, you don't throw the, the, the relationship together um, all out all together. You may say, hey, we need to dissolve this business partnership, but I still want to be married to you. Come on, we just got to be honest. We're going we gonna to have to not, uh, I, I don't want to take you to boardroom meetings. But I still want to go on vacation with you. And then there are some people that you just cannot be with at all. We got to be honest because when it comes to a change in your relationships, a lot of times new covenants are built. So you got to make room. There are new people that God is bringing into your life that you can't bring this person with you into. Or maybe you're being set apart from the familiar. Abraham's father was rich. His father was rich. They were well-to-do. They were well-off. But he still had to leave and go to a land that God was going to show him. Right? And the Bible says that Abraham rose up early in the morning. He had to be set apart so that he could become the father of many nations. This is important because we're all descendants of Abraham. If he did not do it, there will be some. There will be a promised land that we would not be able to get access to. We will struggle through. So when we see these biblical stories and we see them doing the same thing, leaving what is familiar, what is comfortable, and pivoting to be in the perfect will of God, we see that. And so the thing about about Abraham, it, it relates to us. As you pivot, there are going to be some relationships that you're going to have to let go of. There are going to be 
some some things that you're going to have to change even you're going to have to change the level of access maybe you're used to being hands-on with your clients and doing one-on-one coaching but god may be saying i'm sending you out to the nations so you got to do group coaching i used to do one-on-one i can help so many more people empower so many more women help build so many six-figure businesses by doing it in groups. And I was not open to the idea. You got to be open. You got to be open. Because it's not always easy to adjust, but it is necessary in a pivot season. Once you recognize that you're in a pivot season, do what you need to do to pivot. The next adjustment that you have to make, the third one in this season, is a change in access or frequency. Now, last, the second one I talked about was adjustment in relationships. This is a little different because the level of access may be different. Maybe that best friend that you had that calls you and tells you about her kids or her husband, maybe this time, instead of just being a listening ear, you give her the link to a therapist so she can get some help and y'all can stop talking about the same thing over and over. It's not that you are being... um, How would I say? You're not being me. You just don't have the capacity to take on that repeatedly over and over and over without offering her new tools. Or maybe you have a a group of people that you are on an adventure with. And maybe you guys speak once a week. A change your frequency would mean God saying, listen, this is a quarterly meeting. You can't meet with them every week. It's so important for us to be for us to be intentional about what we hear God saying because he might not be saying give up on the whole thing. He might just say this can't take as much of your time in this season because I have something else for you to do. So he may change the relation the access altogether. He may not let you talk to your friend on the phone about that. Or he may allow you to give them resources. He may allow you to say, hey, go out with her once a month, but she can't call you every week. Okay? You don't have the capacity for this. This is so important because in a pivot season, we have to be careful not to drop people that we should just be changing access with. A lot of people just get this messed up. If there's somebody that gossips and they're negative and you feel different after you get off the phone with them, You can do something like give them 10 minutes of fame. Talk to them on the phone for 10 minutes right before you have something important to do because you know you're going to get off the phone. And you're there. You're a listening ear. But before 10 minutes, it doesn't really have a chance to affect you. Or maybe you take those calls far and few between. But you have to understand that in a pivot season, a lot of times God does change access or frequency. That's really important. There have been plenty of times where I've even had to change my phone number. Because people that shouldn't be able to pick up their phone and call me are able to do it. And it shifts my energy. It makes me more stressed when I get off the phone. You got to notice what state you're in sometimes in dealing with people. Sometimes people bring anxiety. Sometimes they bring you stress. Sometimes like talking to to certain people, it may make you feel 
a certain way and it may impact the rest of your day. So that is something that you need to pray about. Honestly, we can't avoid all challenging situations and people, but we do need to pray in this season of pivoting about access and frequency of access. The fourth one I want to talk to you about is focusing on seasonal instructions. In a pivot season, God may be calling you too fast. He may be calling you to change your diet. He may be calling you to get on a certain sleep and wake up schedule. He may be be calling you to even put down a, a certain thing that doesn't work. He may say, just completely get off of sugar. He may say completely, stop working in this ministry in the church and shift to this one or take this time and minister to your household at the time. He may tell you to go into a Bible study at home when you've been going into the church. He may tell you to read a certain chapter of the Bible instead of reading your self-help books. So when you are kingdom, y'all, when you are kingdom, when it's time to pivot, there are noticeable things, things that were working for you that will no longer work for you. They worked well for you before, but you have to do something different in that new season. And last but not least, Number five in a season of pivot is character building. Character building. Can I give you some examples? I'm glad you say yes, okay? I'm glad you say yes. Here here are the examples, right? So from the moment that Abraham got the word to the moment that he became a father of many nations, not only did he move from one place to the next, but it took him 20 five years to have even one child, okay? David was anointed in the field, but it took him 10 to 12 years to actually take the throne, okay? Paul had his Damascus experience, and God told him that he would use him as his mouthpiece, but Paul did not start his ministry until 12 years. Jesus, who was prophesied in Bethlehem, okay? was in his 30s when he started full-time ministry. And Jesus is a, is different because he is God in three persons. He's the Father, of, of, he is the, is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit all wrapped in one. It's triune. They all connected to each other. But when he came here, he was one piece of that triune, that trinity. He was one piece of that. And so even for him, Because he experienced what flesh was like and he was on earth, it took 30 years. The fifth thing that I want to tell you about a season of pivoting is character building. And I'm going to just say it to you plain. You cannot do the same things you always did and get the same results in a pivot season. It's going to have to be a drastic pivot in this season in terms of character. How you handle things, you can't handle them how you used to handle them. How easily you were offended, you can't not be like that in this season. Not in the season of pivoting, not when you're kingdom. How you always want to be right and know what's, what the next step is in your business. In this season, you may have to follow God blindly. This is what is required if you are kingdom in a pivot season. So I'm going to read them all back to you. Okay, I'll read them all back to you. If you're experiencing any of those things I talked to you about in the beginning, 
and you are in a pivot season. You can feel it. You can smell it. It's time for you to shift. So I'm going to read them back to you. The first thing that you need to be aware of in this season is you need to understand that the word or the blessing, the word is given in a, in a different place than the blessing is received. So it's going to require you to move, okay? The next thing you got to remember is that there is always adjustment in relationships in a season of pivoting. God is either, either going to give you some new covenants, you're going to be set apart so you'll be in a season of consecration, or you may have to walk away from things that are familiar and even comfortable and nothing is wrong with those things. But God just wants you to shift. The third one is a change in access or frequency. There may be people, places, things you cannot talk to or cannot do at all. You might not be able to watch TV or you may only be able to watch TV on the weekends. Whatever that is, make sure that you are doing what you are supposed to be doing. The fourth one is refocusing on seasonal instructions. There may be some things that God wants you to do in, in this season for your marriage, for your health, for your parents, for your children, for your community. Understand what the seasonal instructions are and be okay with putting down things that do not work. Put down the dead works, okay? Last but not least, character building. Understand that you're going to have to become a different type of woman or man as you walk into this new season and be okay with that. Understand that the character building takes just as long as it takes you to build the character because it does not benefit God to take you to CEO and the business crumbles, not in his name. It does not benefit God for him to put you on display and you fail the character test. So this is a character building season when it comes to pivoting. And so last but not least, guys, I am getting ready to announce a fast next week. I'm going to announce the fast next week, and I'm actually going to announce it on my Proverbs 31 Boss community in on Instagram. So I'm going to put the link right here in this video. And if you want to fast with us for the pivot, the stretch, the change, even to hear as we make the change, I want you to go to the link below and sign up. Send it to a friend. Meet me in the chat. Instructions are going to be given there. Thank you guys so much for joining me on this podcast. And I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Proverbs 31 Boss Podcast. To join the movement, you can join our inner circle. You can follow us on Instagram or you can join our email list for daily and weekly tips on how you can really become a Proverbs 31 Boss. I enjoyed spending this time with you and I pray that what was shared was both edifying to your spirit and instructional for your daily life. I'll see you back next week on the Proverbs 31 Boss Podcast.